0: Iowa everywhere. All right, welcome to the uh, Hook podcast uh, here today. That's Mike Palm. I'm Ken Miller. We're going to cover a lot of ground in the next 20, 25 minutes or so, of course, on the eve of uh, another big college football Saturday and NFL Sunday. We'll get back into that all culminating with a Monday night rematch of the Super Bowl last year, the Eagles and the Chiefs. The Chiefs right now two and a half point favorite at Circus Sports. Hello Mike Palm, good to s- well, good to speak with you. How are you?
1: Hello Ken Miller, how are you? Nice to hear your soothing voice
0: yeah it's good to be with you again here today so busy week in las vegas obviously with formula one etc coming to town
1: uh does this hurt downtown's business or would it help downtown's business well it's encouraged some people to come you know we have basically 40 seats each night 20 in the skybox and 20 in the grandstand right at the finish line so we've been able to utilize that to drive some um hiring players into town not of course obviously as much as a win or an aria uh that can fill their hotel with the that luxury uh, clientele right. space um the, the the difficulties transportation obviously many uber lyft drivers done they left went to california whatever mm-hmm. not gonna try to fight it this weekend so hard to get folks I mean we can use our limo fleet but hard to get folks you know stadium swim in the, the circus sportsbook rely on a lot of strip customers coming down day mm-hmm. tripping on Saturday Sunday and you see them some of the other days and that's just it's just not going to happen this weekend
0: No, that's good and bad though but at this point you realize that circa is a destination even if you're not staying downtown.
1: Well, absolutely, and that's why Garage Mahal was built with that great transportation center built for rideshare on the on the main level.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All right, lots of uh, let, let's talk baseball first of all because we both like to dabble in some futures. Did you hit anything in the when it comes to the awards? The closest I got was bets being runner up, and Gossman, I think finished third in the Cy Young. How about
1: you? How is Gossman behind Sonny Gray? I, I mean, I couldn't agree with you more. That's a joke, Kenny. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, the only Cy Young, so the only market I bet is, is generally Cy Young. And I bet Otani uh, at 11 to 1 preseason for 300 for AL Cy Young. And I bet Framber at 25 to 1 for 500. I think it's August 8th, August 9th, somewhere in there. Cole was still plus 110. I bet 1500 on Cole. Mm. So I cashed that ticket, covered, covered those costs, but didn't hit anything big. You know, Framber would have been a nice ticket. Um, you know, I, I just feel like, uh, you know, Otani's unanimous MVP, he played on, again, a team that didn't play a meaningful game and he didn't play for two months. I, I just, that's hard for me. I guess it's just the reality, but it's hard for me to bear that as MVP. If you want to call it outstanding player or whatever, that's one thing. But how, what's the value of being fourth instead of fifth? What's <laughs> right. the? I always say that. A yeah. guy that – or Trout, too. They haven't played a meaningful game in, in July ever. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's how I feel. All right, re- real quick, we'll get to football. You
0: guys have right now – you have the Braves as the – I think uh-huh. you have them at 7-1 to one right now to win next year's World Series. Um, if Otani goes somewhere else, if he goes to the
1: Dodgers, would that flip things around in the Dodgers? Would they become the favorite? I don't know if they'd become the favorite. They still have a lot of pitching issues to address. Sure. You know, and I, I'm trying to think of a team that would it flip the favorite. I guess they're second. Um, he's not going to Baltimore. They were the third choice. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I don't think anything that's going to happen with Otani is going to move the Braves off being the favorite. They're really a loaded team.
0: Right. You have the Cubs at 22 to 1. Would that yeah. maybe lower them
1: to 20? Well, uh, maybe 18, maybe 18, somewhere in that yeah. range. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, good stuff. All right, so let's uh, let's talk college football being tomorrow. Let's do the locals first of all. Another low total uh, at Kinnick Stadium uh, with Illinois coming to town. It sounds like John Paddock is going to be the guy. We'll see. Bielema is uh, keeping his cards close to his best with Altmaier now ready to come back. Uh, Iowa scored some points last week, Mike, which, was, which made it a whole lot easier to watch uh, on one hand. What do you expect at Kinnick Stadium tomorrow?
1: Um, I think I like Iowa. I don't know why I want to lay a field goal. Um, they should be able to sustain drives against this Illinois defense is one thing and then mm-hmm. we'll see I I wouldn't you know, I would think that Belama would stick with the hot hand. I, I know he wants the running ability for the Iowa rush and to be able to create broken plays, but the kid was awful good against Indiana, and yeah. uh, we'll see what happens. I really think Iowa wins out, though, Kenny, and 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 heads to a Big Ten championship game, and maybe catches a record number of points in a conference championship. Game. Yeah, they
0: likely will. So, what do what do you guys anticipate that number would be if it's Iowa, Michigan, or if it's Iowa, Michigan? Uh,
1: yeah, Michigan's per, Michigan's probably twenty seven, and Ohio State's probably twenty six, twenty six and a half. Jeez. So a huge number,
0: just under yeah. four touchdowns, somewhere in that neighborhood. Since I brought up Michigan, this is kind of that sandwich game, right, between Penn State uh, before Ohio State. They're about a 19, 19-and-a-half 19 point favorite on the road at Maryland. What Do you, do you think that there's a bit of a letdown, or with everything that's going inside the program, do they circle the wagon mentality?
1: There's no letdowns for America's team, all right? America's team has to perform every week for the country and the nation. No. is looking upon them. <laughs> What a ridiculous saga. Huh? Yeah. First of all, Tony Petitti, who's, the, you know, um, Manfred's hatchet man in baseball who botched the whole Astros cheating scandal. Um, really? I, I
0: didn't but, recall that. Yeah.
1: Oh, yes. You know, he was Manfred's number two the last five years. Yeah, like I, did. He, I
0: guess I didn't put two and two together. And before the-
1: that, he ran yeah. MLB Network. The timing of the whole thing was ludicrous, obviously, to mm-hmm. me. To make the decision and leak it while Michigan's on the plane, why would it be on a Friday? Why wouldn't it be on a Monday? I, I don't know. I think if you're Harbaugh, though, in Michigan, you're thanking your lucky stars. He got three Saturdays off. I mean, yeah. if this preempts the NCAA from doing anything, wow. They got scot-free, in other words, here, and they've used this to create this us-against-the-world mentality. Here's Hoya Paranoia. Shamar Moore's crying on the sideline. My God, we did it for you. I thought he died. Did Harbaugh <laughs> die? When's the wake? Was he diagnosed with the – I mean, the whole thing is so ridiculous. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I don't think it makes much of a difference. I know they are more conservative without him on the sideline. They get they were conservative the first month of the year. They never even attempted a pass mm. last week. They get very, very conservative. Will that make a difference in a game? If Ohio State gets a lead, maybe that makes a difference. But he gets to prep them all week, which I think is more important than being there on Saturday. Yeah, no, I don't disagree with that. Uh, are Georgia and Michigan the best two teams in the country? I throw Oregon into that mix and I think they're the best three. I don't really want to rank them, Um, you know, and here comes Alabama all of a sudden, you know, suddenly with a competent offense, I think that's going to be a high scoring SEC championship game with Georgia. But um, I would say that. Yeah. I think they're Michigan's the most consistent. I mean, every week they just Mm -hmm. go out there and do it with that defense. I think Georgia, you know, lost so much talent to the pros, but look, they're the two time defending champs. Somebody got to beat them. Mm-hmm. I mean, and uh, I, I, I would argue Oregon's the most balanced team. I think they can run the ball. Bo Nix has been terrific. That defense, like an SEC defense. I look at it this way. I mean, Utah went up there and almost beat Washington in Husky Stadium. Oregon made them look like a, a, a junior college team at Rice Eccles. Oregon's really good. You know, Kenny, I think they're going to be a full touchdown favorite in a Pac-12 title game in Las Vegas against Washington. And that's two weeks from tonight. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. correct tonight. Yeah, we we shall
0: see. Um, it, it's fascinating. I think Oregon can cut into it. I do. I'm with you. Um, Florida State, I give no love to. I don't think that they belong in the conversation. Here's my question for you. You're on the college football playoff committee, and Texas yeah. has just won the Big 12 championship. Yeah. Alabama has just knocked off Georgia. Yeah. Texas is behind Alabama. Texas has the head-to-head in week two yeah. against Alabama.
1: What does the committee do? Well you have to well am I on the committee or are you asking me what the committee's doing? Well but you you what are you doing? You're supposed to you're supposed to value the head to head. You would have to right. put Texas in. I'm not so certain they will do that. I don't think they will. I'm not so certain they will do that. Um, we'll see Iowa State can end all that chatter this yeah. weekend at Ames and the midnight kickoff game. Uh whatever it is 7:15 local time at Jack Trice. Um, they can end all of that right now. Um, I think if Texas and Kansas State right now played 10 times on a neutral, Kansas State would probably win six or seven of those times. I think mm-hmm. Kansas State right now is the best team in the Big 12.
0: Well, and that's how Iowa State finishes their schedule, right? Yeah, this they're week. really just, tough. Yeah, oh. I agree with you. Uh, they, they're, they look like they're legit. Well, since uh, Iowa State is now part of the conversation, they're getting seven and a half tomorrow from the Longhorns. You've been saying all week in our uh, back and forth that you like
1: Iowa State again this week, don't you? I do. I think they can win the game. I really do um we'll have to see that kid the kid quarterback's gonna have to met for Texas gonna have to throw the ball down the field I don't think you can just run it down Iowa State's throat um they're too solid defensively if Iowa State doesn't turn the ball over they got a real shot to win this game outright I think mm-hmm. um and I I took seven and a half already I don't want the game to slide away with me and go down to seven obviously it's more important to get seven and a half then it would be eight or seven, right? You don't want sure, it to go to critical a number. number. I don't yeah. Care about eight really that much, but right. I know it comes into plays with twos if you're down late. But um, yeah, I, I like Iowa State this weekend. I think that's going to be a real good game in, a, in the, the spotlight window for Fox.
0: So what? Um, what? What? What do you think this number does between now and kickoff? Could you see sevens popping?
1: I don't think so. Yeah, I think there's too much. I think there's a lot of sharp money on Iowa State this weekend and i think that'll keep it i think that you know i think that will keep it at seven and a half let me ask you this if matt campbell got a call from college station and they said we want to give you, mm-hmm. you know, i don't i think the 10-year contracts are over but we want to give you five years and we're going to pay you 43 million dollars does matt campbell go Boy, he's been so far, as we know, he's still here. Um, A lot of folks thought that window of him
0: leaving it closed with the the start they had uh, combined with last year's record. I think you have to listen because of one reason. You're in the SEC. I think there's only one move left in college (laughs) athletics. And that's the Big Ten, two super conferences. Yeah. And what does this do for Iowa State? You grew up here. You know the state of Iowa very well. Yep. What does this do for the Cyclones? Is there a chance they get left behind? I think if you're Matt Campbell, you have to factor that into any decision that's out there. We're talking about the SEC. It'd be hard to say no.
1: Yeah. They might become Oregon State or Stanford or Cal right? or Washington State, right? Yes. They're going to go to the ACC, 30 mediocre teams in the ACC. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a factor. I mean, he's probably got a job for life there in Ames if he wants it. I think it, so. Doesn't yeah. Doesn't he? Who's There's more secure? Who's more secure in their job, him or Kurt Ferentz? Uh,
0: I think Matt Campbell because Kirk Ferentz has a new athletic director. Now yeah. he's going to have to answer to somebody for the yeah. first time in a long time. Uh obviously the offense hasn't gone well and then let's not forget the it's a entirely different Big 10 next year. No big no Big 10 West. Here yep. come the four heavy heads from the Pac-12. <laughs> this is going to make it incredibly interesting last year. I'd say Campbell does. Yeah. I would. We'll see. Uh, UNLV and Air Force tomorrow. The reason I bring it up is, is I have an opinion in this game. I have really been impressed with UNLV this year. Air Force has lost two straight games. I, I know they got a quarterback injury. Um, and UNLV is grabbing a field goal at Colorado Springs tomorrow.
1: What's kind of the buzz in Las Vegas? Is UNLV live tomorrow? They're live, but it's unfortunate because if this game was played two weeks ago, this number's probably nine or eight and a half, Mm -hmm. and I'd love UNLV. But Air Force blows those two games as 20-point fair. A lot of the value is gone. I think UNLV wins, and I think they host the Mountain West Championship game here at Allegiant Stadium. And and that would be when? What night is that? That would be the the Saturday following the Pac-12 title game. Awesome. So that is that a
0: morning kick or mid afternoon for us?
1: Noon. Noon Pacific normally. Gotcha. So yep. two
0: o'clock here, yep. which would butt up
1: against a little bit of the SEC. SEC that starts at what three or three thirty time, time? Yeah, yeah. three your
0: time. Um, yeah. Let's move over to the NFL. The news last night was not good. If you're a football fan. Uh, and um, Joe Burrow, my I think he's my favorite quarterback in the NFL right now. He joins a long list of Kirk Cousins, Sean Watson, uh, Daniel Jones. I'm sorry I put him in the same sentence with those group and Aaron Rodgers, but that's the that's the reality. Uh, what kind of difference does Joe Burrow make? A on the Bengals
1: Super Bowl odds, and then B week to week. Is he a two point quarterback more than that? And two two and a half um baltimore went from minus 180 to win the north to minus 380. wow well so that'll tell you what he the effect he has on the futures markets kenny
0: yeah that's significant right yeah. baltimore um it, them are the chiefs who do you like more right now
1: i think baltimore is the more complete team but lamar jackson hasn't done it in the playoffs yet so mm-hmm. It's kind of, you know, how do you hedge your bet there? But I do think Baltimore's the best. They've led in the fourth quarter in all 11 games, Kenny. Yeah. I think their most complete team. I love the defense. The receiving core is outstanding. I'm with you. I think Lamar Jackson
0: uh, uh, gets uh, way too much criticism coming his way. Sunday Night Football. Uh, the Vikings on the road at Denver. Denver's come to life a little bit. I, I have to admit it. Uh, Russell Wilson's having an okay year. Not having a Seattle Russell Wilson type year, but he's way better than he was last year. I credit Sean Payton in a big way for that. Um, what's this game going to do? Is this going to be a very – Is it? will this be a popular game? And what do you expect to see as far as numbers-wise? Will it move at all?
1: Yeah, it will be a popular game. Both teams trending up. I know people are trying to wait to get three – I don't know if it's going to get there. I know people have already teased Minnesota uh, Mm -hmm. up over the seven. Denver's intriguing. I was pretty impressed with the defense, actually, on Monday night. Wilson, obviously, now has started to move around maybe a little too much. Maybe he's starting to – I think he hangs in the pocket a little longer. There's throws that are there. But his first instinct now is to kind of use his legs and not turn the ball over. It's an interesting game because it's two teams that were left for dead and suddenly are in the playoff Mm -hmm. picture. You know, uh, my
0: radio partner, Trent Condon, for the audience who doesn't know him, uh, loves, he's a degenerate. He couldn't find a play this week in the NFL, Mike. Did you struggle?
1: I did, too. I didn't really love anything. I ended up under 33, Cleveland and Pittsburgh, and over 40, what was the number, 44 and a half or uh, 44, I think I found um, Packers hosting Chargers. Yeah,
0: and that number is yeah right to forty
1: four across the board right now. Yeah. Uh, I
0: I went I I laid the points with Dallas. It's a lot. It's ten and a half. But Carolina is really bad, uh, and I think Jacksonville bounces back. That's seven. You know, I wish it was six and a half. Opened at yeah. five and a half. Um, we'll see. And then on Monday night, I think that this might be will probably be your biggest right of the weekend when it comes to the NFL. A Monday night game opposed to the Sunday night game.
1: Yeah, the, uh, Super Bowl rematch? Well, it's a rematch and maybe a preview, right? That's the, a good way to look at That's this. Right. I think we, there's still a lot to learn about both teams. Um, so, yeah, two and a half, right? I don't think it can ever get to three because too many people will take the three. So two and a half mm-hmm. makes it interesting. I don't have a play on the game. Um, I think we'll learn more about the Chiefs and their offense yeah, I think we know Philadelphia is pretty good. This will be the first real road test. They haven't really had a mm-hmm. tough road schedule. They had Dallas at home, um, so and the Vikings early when they still had Cousins there on that Thursday night. So yeah, um, but it's, you just keep waiting for this Kansas City offense to do something um this is not the offense that they nope. faced in the second half in the Super Bowl when they couldn't get them off the field and they came back right. and won the game so I think it's a very interesting game huge for home field in both conferences
0: no it really is Kansas City right now is in the driver's seat I think maybe the only team that Baltimore beat might be the team that's got a chance to wrestle uh the home field advantage away from the Chiefs that probably would be uh maybe ja- I I I I don't see it um I like Kansas City for what it's worth, yeah. Mike. I, I, I do. I love the way the defense is playing. They got their bye week. Uh, they, they were able to heal up some guys. Philadelphia, there's something missing about Philadelphia, too, and I can't put my finger on it. I don't think they're as good as last year.
1: Might, might be that they lost both coordinators, That was too. huge, yeah. yeah,
0: and not having got it in the game is certainly going to be a big factor. Uh, back to college as we wrap things up, both you and Chris Williams – have the same best bet of the weekend in college football. You guys are all over Texas Tech. What's behind
1: that? I think it's a good spot. I mean, they've got to win to be bowl eligible. You can't rely on going to Austin and winning next week. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's important for Joey McGuire in that program. UCF off the best win of the year, obviously at home, destroying Oklahoma State. I think it's a bounce spot for them. I laid the two and a half with uh, the Red Raiders.
0: We shall see. Mike Palm, VP of Operations at Circus Sports. Of course, you can download the app right now here in the state of Iowa. Should be a fascinating weekend. Sadly, we're running up real quick. Um, we I don't know what our schedule is going to be next week. You like Iowa to go into Lincoln next week and win the
1: football game? Our look ahead is Iowa only lane one. So, I mean, I do. I think Nebraska's quarterback play is so awful. Uh, that I, I like Iowa more next week that uh, lane one than lane three Saturday. And I like them lane three Saturday as well.
0: Uh, will you have an opinion on any of the Thanksgiving games?
1: <sighs> Washington is a, is a feisty road dog. That's all I'll say.
0: Okay. And you're almost grabbing 10, but nine and yep. a half right now. So <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> we'll see if that number gets there. Uh, Mike, if we don't see you, uh, happy Thanksgiving yep. to you and yours uh, and to all the folks out at Circa. I appreciate the relationship. Thank you, Mike Palm. Thank you, folks, for uh, tuning in and listening to uh, this week's episode of The Hook on audio only next week. But you'll see our faces next time uh, we come back here on The Hook. We'll see you next time. Uh, Circus Sports sponsors The Hook here on Iowa Everywhere. Have a great weekend, everybody. Iowa Everywhere.